Hey, Will, so I, I kind of feel, um, I feel a little guilty because I've been walking around with this uh, order for labs for my blood work in my backpack now for three weeks. You sent them to me like three weeks ago, and I keep meaning to go to LabCorp and get my labs done. Yeah. Um, and it's not because I've, I actually feel great. I feel really good. Um, I don't have any, any medical concerns, but it's been a while since I've done my, done my bloods. And I, I do like my supplementation tends to be, uh, kind of intuitive. Mm -hmm. Like I'll take vitamin D a couple of times a week and I figure, well, you know, I'll take 5,000 IUs or maybe I'll take 10,000, but I'm not. Yeah. And, and chances are, I know everybody in America is deficient in vitamin D. So yeah. it's, I'm, I'm doing okay by, by doing that. But I would like to dial things in now. I'm looking towards the future and I do want to live to 250 years old. Yeah, it's good I'd like age. to, exactly. <laughs> I'd like to have a baseline, but so I have to apologize to you because I've That's been right. meaning to get my labs done to send them to you, but I'll get I them get it. Soon. It's, it's, you're not the only one for yeah. sure, but you know, it's good to check in. Like you said, you're healthy. You just want to know how you can optimize. I wish people did yeah. that more often and not wait till things get bad. You just want to stay on top of it but no i'm excited to geek out so, on these so labs. do you remember what my what you ordered for me because i'm yeah. curious to know oh yeah i remember i filled <laughs> it out <Okay. laughs> the uh we ran a comprehensive metabolic panel we're looking at all those markers we're looking so what does at, that mean Tell basically me. we're looking at glucose we're looking at insulin we're looking at uh we ran what's called a nuclear magnetic resonance which is a big fancy way of saying we're looking at the quality of the particles that carry cholesterol we're getting mm -hmm. deep we're getting nerdy we're getting functional medicine e uh and we're looking at inflammation of course and mm -hmm. hormones we're looking at the thyroid in detail a full thyroid panel not just the basic tsh and t4 so we're looking at thyroid antibodies and we're looking at things that may be a little bit more obscure like uh immune markers that could indicate mold and other chronic infections just to kind of see Hey, what's our baseline? Uh -huh. Not that I expect it all to be because you're, you're feeling good, but I just wanted a thorough baseline so we can compare it over time mm -hmm. and track trends. And sometimes you catch things that you don't see on the surface that you can pinpoint before it gets really bad. Yeah. Maybe we should, when we, when we get that, maybe we should go through it and then we can talk about like what are some of the corrective measures we can take. Love it. Yeah, for sure. It's good to get snapshots in time. And again, I expect most things to be great for you, but we can pinpoint certain things and mm -hmm. say, oh, we didn't know that. And we wouldn't have known that if we didn't run the lab. What do you think of, um, of like micro microbiome testing? Uh, we do it, uh, in our clinic. Yeah. So we typically, it's a stool test. Mm -hmm. We drop ship the lab. So people love it. It looks like a fry dish, but you're not putting fries in this. You're putting your <laughs> Your poo. Poop. Uh, so I always tell couples they can do it as like a bonding experience because like <laughs> someone has to collect it. Oh God, you're like bringing the romance back <laughs> into the relationship. Yeah, it, it works every time. Yeah. But we're looking at the landscape of people's gut microbiome. We're looking at yeah. good bacteria, any bacterial overgrowths, yeast and fungal overgrowth, uh -huh. digestion and absorption, intestinal permeability, all that stuff we're kind of looking. But yeah, I love it. Yeah, I just did the longevity um, microbiome test from, from, from Thorn. I haven't gotten the results yet, but I'm curious to know like what the what the protocol is. Yeah, no, so many good labs out there, and it's just I think it, all of these labs, you a good place to start is a good health history because you can know what labs are relevant to you because not everybody needs all the labs mm -hmm. under the sun, but you can by talking to a functional medicine doctor you can know, hey, I don't need this lab in this lab, mm -hmm. but this one is relevant for me. So do you think do you think for someone who's just having their first experience with functional medicine, a good sort of three-pronged approach would be to, to test your microbiome, to do your bloods, and then to do a DNA test. Yeah, I think that's good. And hormones, depending on what 
they would need hormone beyond the blood. You're going to get some hormone data uh-huh. on blood, but to get the full circadian rhythm of certain hormones, and for women, their cycle typically is urine and saliva, to get a full cycle or full circadian rhythm as it regard, pertains to cortisol rhythm. Mm, cool. um, but speaking of functional, functional medicine, medicine yeah. we have a dear friend of mine and legendary functional medicine doctor and Goop doctor uh, here, uh, Dr. Alejandro Younger. I'm really excited for people to hear this conversation. Yeah, it's a great conversation. We kind of we dug into his original clean program and how he created that as a result of of his own personal experience. First, as a as a conventional uh, doctor studying cardiology, and then getting sick. And then how he's now tweaked the clean program, which he found that it's, which is a 21 day program, but for a lot of people that ends up being, um, compliance ends up being kind of difficult. So he's mm-hmm. tweaked it into a seven day program, which is um, coming out with his new book, Clean Seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was really fascinated to hear about the integration of, of um, Ayur- Ayurvedic medicine into the program because it's something that I've been curious about. I don't know anything about Ayurvedic medicine. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, a lot of the the adaptogenic herbs are we're familiar with, or they're words that people hear a lot. But I think that half the time people don't even know what adaptogens are. Yeah, and he lays it out really clearly yeah. in this episode. And if you've ever had the Goop vitamin uh, supplement pack, the Why Am I So Effing Tired? Mm-hmm. That Alejandro is the guy that put that supplement pack together. Mm-hmm. So many listeners out there made me. They didn't even know that. Yeah. But yeah, he's the guy behind it. Uh, so today with Dr. Younger, we cover a lot of ground. You guys don't want to miss this. Uh, so let's get right into the conversation. And I got to fall in love with him just looking in his eyes. Dr. Alejandro Younger, my friend. I'm so excited this is happening right now. You are a legend in functional medicine and a great human being. Can you tell everybody that doesn't know how you got to be the king of functional medicine. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that I'm the king, but uh, but uh, I'm definitely uh, an enthusiastic student and practitioner, right? And the way I came even aware of functional medicine was through finding, through looking to find for solutions to my health issues that did not include prescription medication. Mm-hmm. You know, I, when I moved from Uruguay to to New York to do my internship, residency, and fellowship in internal medicine and cardiology, I ended up getting really sick. I went to my colleagues, the best doctors in in psychiatry, gastroenterology, allergies, Mm -hmm. and ended up with seven prescription medications. And I said, this doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. So I started looking for a different solution. Started by studying and practicing meditation because one of my main issues was my mind, my racing Anxiety or... Well, depression, uh-huh. depression. But the the way that I end up understanding that it was my mind is because at one point I noticed that since I woke up in the morning till I went to sleep at night, my mind was always producing thoughts that were negative, repetitive, and 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 mm-hmm. toxic. And at and at one point I said, "Wait a minute, who is thinking these thoughts? I'm not deciding to think these thoughts. If mm-hmm. I had a choice, I wouldn't be thinking mm-hmm. these thoughts." So I thought I was going crazy. It ends up that I realized later on that most people are having the same problem. Mm-hmm. So it was through meditation that I found the promise of being able to slow down and possibly stop this broken record in my mind, mm-hmm. right? And that took me to find other things like 
other alternative therapies and and eventually the concepts and practices of detoxification and cleansing mm-hmm. through which I got all my health issues resolved and beyond. I was looking and feeling 10 years younger mm-hmm. to the point that my friends, my family, my colleagues, my patients were like, what did you do? I want to do the yeah. same thing. And that's how I got really into it. Eventually, after that, I found functional medicine that explained what actually was happening through cleansing and detoxification, which at the beginning I thought was kind of hokey-pokey or right. magic, right? But then functional medicine spells out the science to the molecules and what's mm-hmm. happening everywhere in the, in the body, through the liver and the kidneys and your skin and your lymphatic system. And so, so it was like a big aha moment, right? Amazing. So how did CLEAN come about? How did the CLEAN program, the 21 days, that's changed so many people's lives, how did that come about? I was working in, a, in an office here in Los Angeles called the Golden Cabinet, who was founded by Dr. Drew Francis, a really gifted uh, acupuncturist and also a student of functional medicine. And I was putting people on, on a detox program, which is now named the CLEAN program, mm-hmm. But I, it didn't have a name at that time. And there was a six-month up to a year waiting list because everybody that did it had such transformative experience that their friends, their, their mm-hmm. family, and everybody that saw them was like, what did you do? I want to do it. But at one point I realized I couldn't, I couldn't see as many people as I wanted to help. So I really researched the way in which I could package, mm-hmm. right, for lack of a better word, this and be able to offer it online and in stores or whatever so that people could just get it and do it without the need of a consultation and a long process. Now, what does the program look like? So the program really is aimed at reducing the workload of the digestive system, which is what pumps up the detoxing work of the body, and then supporting the detox processes with certain foods, if you mm-hmm. do it in a natural way as per the book or certain supplements if you do it as per the kit that we provide in the mm-hmm. company that I made, that I created. So you have a new book called Clean 7. Yes. Uh, and I, I love it, by the way. And it marries functional medicine with <clears throat> Ayurvedic medicine and intermittent fasting, all really fascinating topics. Can you talk about how that book came into being? So immediately after my fellowship at Lenox Hill Hospital in New York, which I graduated from as a cardiologist in 1997. I was depressed, overweight, with irritable bowel syndrome and, and severe allergies. And that's when these specialists gave me seven prescription medications mm-hmm. and I said no. So in order to learn meditation, which is what I found was the promise, I ended up going and living in an ashram in India. There, I had my first exposure to many things. Amongst them, Ayurvedic medicine. But it was all foreign to me. Mm -hmm. After the ashram, I came back to the United States. That's when I found cleansing and detoxification. That's when I found functional medicine. And that's when I I really started understanding things. But then after the book came out, people from all over the world were calling me and, and, and consulting with me. And that's when this couple from, from India, they're not Indian, but they were studying in India as meditation students, but then founded a company called Organic India. They were interested in, in my program. They invited me to Lucknow, 
And that's where I was able to sit down for weeks at a time and study with one of the legends of Ayurvedic medicine, who's now passed, but he was known all over the world. And, and he, he was a remarkable doctor and human being. He was an MD who also was an Ayurvedic medicine doctor who was so curious and, and relentless in his search for the best way to practice Ayurvedic medicine that when he found that the Ayurvedic herbs that he was using were not as effective as his teachers mm-hmm. told him they, they were, he went into the Ayurvedic medicine scriptures in Sanskrit, studied and learned Sanskrit, studied the scriptures, and learned the fact that Ayurvedic herbs are not all created equal. You have to plant them in a certain way at a certain time of the year, at a certain time of the day. Mm-hmm. You have to pray, sing to them. You have to <laughs> use only certain amounts of, of water. You have to uh, take them from the ground at a certain time when there were certain characteristics showing up. You had to dry them in a certain way. I mean, the process it's, is... It's crazy. I yeah. mean, it's, it's similar to the, the, the principles of, of biodynamic farming. It is biodynamic farming, but mm-hmm. the, the Sanskrit version right. of it, right? Yeah. So, so this doctor um, who I sat with for, for, for weeks mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and witnessed what he could do just with Ayurvedic herbs was unbelievable. And, 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 he, and he was a really remarkable man. He did never, ever charge a patient. He woke up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and already around his little hut, I mean, it wasn't a hut because... Organic India eventually bought bought him a, 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 a kind of a, a nice clinic. little house, a, no, a nice little house, uh-huh. and he saw patients in his house. But there was a there was a, a three blocks around his house line of people come, and he ended up working until two three in the morning. So I stayed with him, and he used to put several patients in front of him, and he had a group of helpers that knew exactly what he needed, mm-hmm. his medical charts, and so so he would see different people at the same time, and he would ask one, one question, and the other one, another question. But what I witnessed that was unbelievable, people that had terminal diseases, and he was the last resort mm-hmm. for them to come see. Uh, so he dealt with the failures of Western medicine. Uh-huh. And there were people with, with a renal failure on dialysis that he was able to take off dialysis. There were patients with terminal cirrhosis of the liver that two, three years later, came with normal liver function tests. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I not only saw the patients and mm-hmm. heard their stories, but I saw the charts and their blood tests. And, uh, and while I was there, I saw all kinds of professionals coming to sit down and witness. Mm-hmm. Professors from, from medical schools and, 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 uh, and other students of, you know, of, of uh, Vedic astrology, all uh-huh. kinds of things, right? And, and the things that this guy was able to do for his patients were just unbelievable. Wow. And I'll tell you one story. Well, there was a very overweight woman who had severe arthritis and she basically couldn't walk anymore. She, so her family brought her in a, in a wheelchair. And, um, and she was suffering a lot, mostly because her, her family lived in a second story in a, in, a, in a complex and she couldn't walk up the stairs to even go see the, the grandkids and mm-hmm. they had to come down. It was uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he ended up giving her only herbs, Ayurvedic herbs. This woman came back walking, climbing upstairs. She hadn't lost a lot of weight, but she was doing incredible. Mm -hmm. So this is the kind of things that I saw with my own eyes and and that really drew me into learning more 
and using Ayurvedic herbs in my practice. So a lot of what you learned is in Ayurvedic medicine is in Clean 7. Can you tell us about the difference? What's the difference between Clean 7 and Clean? So Clean originally was, is, because it's still helping people, a 21-day program. Mm -hmm. But in my experience, there are way more people that need help and a transformation than the ones that are willing to commit to 21 days. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people that see 21 days and they're just already closed to, to even trying. Right. So I was desperate to find a way to, to um, give people an experience in a shorter period of time that, that, that was significant enough for them to want to do more, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what happens after the 21-day clean program. But then um, I was able to do that through combining principles of functional medicine, mm-hmm. Ayurvedic medicine, and intermittent fasting, which is another um, very powerful practice that is now exploding in mm-hmm. awareness. Yeah. So it's, it's more approachable, you feel like, to more people. Yes, I think yeah. that, that, well, I've already have the experience that mm-hmm. more people are like, oh, seven days, yeah, sure. Get I, can their mind yeah. I can do that. And yeah. what, what is it? So is it um, sort of rules around food, supplementation, and herbs? Is that what the seven-day program looks like? So the principles of, of functional medicine that I used in my first book are mm-hmm. basically the elimination diet and the, and the four R's. Mm-hmm. You know? The elimination diet being excluding from the one meal a day that the program allows, Mm -hmm. excluding all the foods that somehow hinder the body's ability to detox and and to function in other ways. Mm -hmm. And then there's five big groups, which are gluten uh, foods, gluten-containing foods, dairy, alcohol, coffee, and sugar. And there's a few other ones like nightshades and that mm-hmm. are very specific for, right. for certain things. And for people that don't know the, the R's that you mentioned. So one of them is remove. So you remove all, all toxins, mm-hmm. like all chemicals, you know, that come in, in, a, in mostly packaged or food-like products, right. right, that are meant to, that are put there to prevent bacteria from growing and them rotting for, you know, so preservatives, conservatives, coloring agents, smelling agents, texturizing agents, all the, all the list of, yeah. of difficult things to read in the mm-hmm. ingredients when you see these packaged foods, which is actually 90% of what America is consuming in the supermarkets, mm-hmm. right? So, so removing all that, then restoring or the good nutrients and part of removing is removing the bad bacteria in the gut, restoring the good bacteria mm-hmm. in the gut. So re-inoculation is another R, right? Mm-hmm. And, then, uh, and then relaxing as well. So yeah. th- those are the R's that, that, uh, that functional medicine talks about and puts into practice with really incredible results. So elimination diet and, and the four R's. And then the principles of Ayurvedic medicine, which Dr. Narendra Singh, this master of Ayurvedic medicine, mm-hmm taught me because he had read my book and when I was there he said oh he was a man of few words he said, this is an Ayurvedic medicine book I said no no this is a functional medicine book he said same thing and I mm-hmm. said well how so and he said well the elimination diet is very similar in a way to what we use which is the dosha, the dosha yeah. specific diet and what's and the dosha for people that don't know yeah so so you know, Ayurvedic medicine is as if somebody was able to communicate with nature itself and write down 
the instructions from the maker, right? Mm -hmm. The functioning instructions of, of the human body. And Ayurvedic medicine considers or, or talks about everything made out of five elements, water, earth, fire, uh, ether, right? And, and depending on the different influences of these elements on everybody, there's different doshas. People mm -hmm. uh, are divided in three doshas. Um, for example, the fire element, if a fire element is, is the one that is prone to get imbalanced, mm -hmm. that's the pitta constitution or the pitta dosha, right? So the different constitutions are affected by different foods according to the elements and the influence of the elements of those foods. Mm -hmm. Not only of foods, certain activities affect the doshas in different ways, certain types of meditation, there's a lot, the weather affects the doshas in different ways, right? Obviously heat affects mm -hmm. the, the, the pitta constitution and, and throws it out of balance. So there's many, many things that, that, um, that can help the different constitutions prevent them from from going into imbalance according to their dosha. Mm -hmm. And how do we find our dosha? So the real deep way to finding your dosha is through seeing an expert, an Ayurvedic medicine doctor, mm -hmm. that will look at your tongue and examine your skin, your tongue, your pulse. And the, taking the pulse is not just in the way that we take it in the mm -hmm. West. You know, it's taken like 20 places and with different fingers. Mm -hmm. and, and a bunch of questions and looking at you and... And, and the way your body is shaped and, and and asking you how you react to certain things right but but um short of that there's a really accurate way of doing it through a questionnaire which is included in my book and you can just answer that mm -hmm. and it's a really accurate way of determining your dosha that's great and uh, and then with that information then you you make certain adjustments on top of the elimination diet. So mm -hmm. Ayurvedic medicine, uh, functional medicine brings the elimination diet. The dosha fine tunes it for you mm -hmm. and makes the processes even more powerful, right? So that is how Ayurvedic medicine is integrated into the program and also the use of Ayurvedic herbs, which are incredible for detoxification, for inflammation, for, you know, for, for many, many things. What are some of these herbs? Because I'm sure they're names that we've all heard of, but we may not necessarily know of. I mean, Well, the ones that are the most famous mm -hmm. ones in the United States right now are turmeric, ashwagandha, moringa, mm -hmm. but there's many more, brahmi. And, mm -hmm. and, and these and are all traditional Ayurvedic herbs. These are millinery uh, herbs used in, in Ayurvedic medicine for thousands, thousands of, years. of years. And really that was all that was available for 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 these hundreds of millions of people in India mm -hmm. until the import of western medicine you know which yeah. was relatively yeah. a short time ago yeah. in, in, in historic something that you talk about in the book is global toxicity uh what is that and why should we be mindful of this the air we breathe the water we drink the, the cosmetics we use, the cleaning products that we clean our houses, our clothing mm -hmm. with, the, your toothpaste, but mostly the foods that we eat are loaded with toxic chemicals, with chemicals that alone or in combination will disrupt the biology and the functioning mm -hmm. of your cells and, and, and everything in your body and lead to chronic disease. At the basic of most chronic disease, 
as you will know, is inflammation. Mm -hmm. And you wrote a m beautiful book about it and, and, and how to, to um, correct that, right? But, but there's another aspect of things that we are blind to. I say we're toxic blind. Everybody's mm -hmm. talking about global warming, but nobody's really talking about global toxicity. Mm -hmm. and, and global warming really, to me, is the the fever of the patient the patient being the planet earth you know mm -hmm. the planet earth is like a human body the rivers are the arteries and the and the and the forests are its lungs and 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 the internet now is its nervous system <laughs> and you and i are to this body to this planetary body like two red blood cells are to you mm -hmm. right so we're little cells running in this in this huge in this bigger body right and and this body now has a fever which is global warming. Mm -hmm. Now, a fever is just a symptom. Where is this fever coming from? Right. What is causing this fever? One of the main things that co that's causing this fever is global toxicity. And toxicity, of obviously, the one I talk about the most mm -hmm. is the one that I can help people with the most, which is the toxicity uh, of, of, the the, body, of the body, right? right. But there's toxicity of, of, of the mind, mm -hmm. there's toxicity of, of politics, there's toxicity of business, there's, mm -hmm. there's toxicity in every, of relationships, there's toxicity in every aspect, right? And, mm -hmm. these, and these toxic practices or, or, or habits or, or even the way that we understand the world are what's leading to other aspects of global warming, like if burning fossil fuels and and eating meat that are you know, from cows that are farting and, and heating up the planet mm -hmm. and, and many things like that. So everything is connected. Yeah. So, so even, I mean, I, I've heard uh, Zach Bush talk a lot about the microbiome of the soil. And we were talking before the, before the podcast about um, herbs now in India don't have the same impact and the same nutritional quality or the same medicinal quality that they've had before. And a lot of that is driven by global politics and and the depletion of seed banks and the the this proliferation is, of Monsanto seeds and and killer and suicide seeds in in India. This is what this is what this company Organic India mm -hmm. is is attacking and and healing, you know? And I became so fascinated and so in love not only with their mission and vision but but with the way they practice business. I, I fell in love with them, you know, with the company and with the people and with the culture to the point that, that I ended up becoming their medical director. So when the book comes out, people will be able to get the clean uh, herbal protocol as well, right? Yes. You were asking me what the herbs are. Mm -hmm. uh, turmeric, which is like the, the number one uh, helper for inflammation, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, ashwagandha, which is the number one helper for something that we are all to different degrees suffering from, which is adrenal fatigue. Mm -hmm. uh, ashwagandha is the king of adaptogens, which help people that are uh, exhausted kind of restore their, their energy levels. Mm -hmm. And the people that are too, you know, too hyper too up, to yep. bring them down, right? And then moringa, which is, uh, amongst other things, one of the most complete sources of nutrients in the planet. Dr. Narendra Singh used to tell me, he was the, the, the doctor for the army of India, mm -hmm. and in their conflict many, many years ago with, with, with Britain, he was left stranded in an area where they only had a few cows and lots of Moringa trees, and they survived for months just on Moringa leaves 
and some milk from their cows. <laughs> wow. Throughout the book, you give the, the science and the system and the practical how to do it. But I love also the stories of your journey through it. And one of them was your mentor. Crazy story when he was younger. Can you tell us about this story and uh, with the airplane and the, the crash? And So this is, this is, this is um, Dr. Roberto Canessa, which came to my house... As, as a, for a house visit because my mother was sick at the time she mm -hmm. had pneumonia we called our our insurance and they sent this guy right who already was a legend in Uruguay because in in the 70s he was flying with a rugby team to Chile from Uruguay oh my God. crossing the Andes and yeah, they made a movie about this yes there's a movie called Alive there's a yeah. book in the movie called Alive and he they crashed and they had to eat their dead friends and mm -hmm. you know they they survived for 72 days mm -hmm. on on, yeah, on, yeah. I, on ice and on snow and and the, the flesh of their dead friends right and then he ended up with with another one Nando Parrado walking up and down the mountains reaching the Andes, finding a farmer who then called the army and then their army came and rescued the rest mm -hmm. and the army couldn't understand how these two emaciated rugby players after 72 days of basically nothing, uh, nothing uh, were able to, to climb which people with the best equipment wouldn't be able to, mm -hmm. right? Anyways, what he gave me apart from his mentorship was this idea and 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 in spirit that nothing is impossible. Right? The tenacity of the human body. And that's body, how I yeah. approach my patients these days. Yeah, that's great. What is exciting you right now in the wellness space? And it, it, obviously your book and Ayurvedic and all the stuff we're talking about, but anything else that you're seeing on the horizon being a visionary in the space? Well, the, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that are so, how do you say, a, Cut, cutting edge, edge. cutting yeah. edge right mm -hmm. um like like we're understanding more and more our uh, biome right mm -hmm. and, and now i even heard through actually somebody here at goop elise lonan who's like mm -hmm. the head of content she made me aware of these two doctors that are studying the fungal normal mm -hmm. yeah. biome microbiome the, yeah the they microbiome call, right? yeah so the so and and we're understanding more even the basics of what are the good bacteria? What are the bad bacteria? What ratios they have to be in? There's so much. There's so much in the in the world of supplements that are really helpful, right? Mm -hmm. But I go back to the basics. I like to stay simple, and and what I am really uh, looking at is um, what is the way that nature designed things to mm -hmm. be, right? You know, I I I say in my book that 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 um. Medicine is like art restoration, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> and you're restoring a piece of art, which is the human yeah. body, right? Or the human being. And, and so I ask, you know, art restor restorers mm -hmm. ask themselves, what would the artist do, right? Who is the artist that made this piece of art? Yeah, that's Mother you Nature. You? Yeah. Yeah. Mother Nature. So I ask myself, well, what, what would nature do, right? And, and this is how I'm approaching things right and it's very difficult in in human beings to realize or to come to the awareness of what nature would actually do because for animals you can see animals 
today mm-hmm. living in the wild as nature designed them to live. They kind of know what to do. We, we and they don't get sick. No, right? Yeah, they, they, they're born, they reproduce, they eat, and they die. Mm-hmm. And they, oh, yeah, they may get sick of uh, some some infectious disease or, mm-hmm. or an accident or whatever, right? But in general, there's no bears with depression. And, no, and, and squirrels and, and know what to eat with cancer. Yeah, and, you know. So so, but but for human beings, we have conquered and modernized all the examples that were left mm-hmm. of what nature what nature intended for humans to right. do thank you so much for listening to our conversation with dr younger anytime we get a chance to talk to him it's great i mean not only is he a fountain of of knowledge but he's also just such a, a lovely human being and his presence is just great to be in yeah it's for sure like a real calming presence. he is he's like the master presence you know he has such a present moment awareness that every time you talk to him he's just like brings right in the present moment he looks you right in the eye we just he has these piercing cat eyes that will draw you in and and he's engaging for sure so i I really love talking to him he's a great friend of mine um for people uh that want to know about his new book it's clean seven it comes out december 3rd it's on pre-order now Mm mm-hmm so it's a great book. I'm super excited to to try the the Clean Seven program. I I did the Clean program many years ago, and and it was great. Uh, I'm I'm a big advocate of it, but I'm excited to do this for a variety of reasons. But just the idea, the in, integration of of um of Ayurvedic medicine and doing something that's really kind of leading you up to a 24 hour fast, I think is really uh, is really cool. Yeah, for sure. And the fact that he is elevating. And like he said, it's it's tweaking and personalizing it using the dosha. Mm-hmm. I need to take the quiz in the book yep. for sure uh, to find out how I can uh, really maximize my benefits there. Got a question you'd like us to answer? The Goop team is keeping a running list for us, so just hit them up at Goop on Instagram or Facebook. At the end of every episode, we'll be answering a question from one of you guys. If you have a question about us or about men and wellness or really anything else is on your mind, just let us know. As a functional medicine practitioner, it's been fun seeing the questions that have already come in on different food philosophies and ways to approach health and well-being. And I love to talk about food and cooking and, well, reality is anything. I just love to talk. So send your questions over to the Goop team on Instagram or Facebook. As Goop likes to say, nothing is off limits. All right. We have a question. This is a really interesting question from one of our listeners. Do you recommend collagen? Well, I'm going to say yes, because uh, I recommend that everyone has collagen in their body. (laughs) So yes, we need collagen. Without collagen, our bodies will fall apart. Our health will fall apart. I think the question is, do we recommend collagen as a supplement? Um, And... I know that for me, when I was dealing with gut health issues that were integral to my overall poor health, um, collagen and collagen supplements and collagen-rich foods, particularly broth made from bones that had been simmered for hours and hours, definitely helped um, heal the gut lining. And if you think about it, it makes sense. I mean, soup is really the oldest medicine. We've been doing this for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Mm-hmm, exactly. So our diet today, the, the modern Western diet is a lot lower than collagen than what humans would have eaten for thousands of years. So we need to bring more collagen into our diet. And you're right, things like bone broth, whether it's chicken bone broth, beef bone broth, or fish broth mm-hmm. is the more of the whole food version. But even collagen supplements, I add them to things because I realize my day-to-day diet is is a lot less collagen than I want it to be. So I think it's a good move. It's good for gut health. It's good for your skin, hair, nails. Uh, and people can notice a quite dramatic improvement when they start bringing these things into their life. 
That's it for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Will and I would love to know what you think about Goop Fellas. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit subscribe and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to goop.com slash goopfellas. And we hope you'll be here again next Wednesday. Talk soon.